0: The next year of your life is going to happen one way or another. 2024 is for sure going to fly just as quickly as 2023 did. So whether you go for it 110% or whether you sit back and you just watch the world go by, time is going to pass you anyway. Welcome to Everything In Between, the health and wellness podcast that believes that health is so much more than just what we eat and how we move our bodies. It's everything in between. I'm Raquel Robello, a clinical nutritionist, the face behind Radical, and your host. Hello, December. It feels so weird. It feels so surreal, I should say, that the time is here, that it is December, and it is my Favorite time of the year. Holidays are coming up for almost everyone. And Christmas, of course, which is just, oh, it has my heart, always has been my favorite time of the year. And, you know, it's 30 plus degrees every single day here in sunny Perth. So, you know, beach sunsets every night. Uh, early morning workouts. It's just, it's incredible. It's an amazing time of the year and I don't know about you, but I'm equally as excited as I am tired and yearning for a break. So I'm actually looking forward to having that week off Um, Christmas off and just relaxing and taking some time to rejuvenate and you know we have two more episodes after this week and then the week of Christmas there will be a week's break as the Monday for that new episode does fall on Christmas day but then we'll resume back to business with a fresh episode for Monday Jan 1st 2024 so weird I know um, but you know what? It had me thinking that you know, as the incoming dooming sense of this new year, new me begins, it is very normal for us to start thinking and reflecting on our goals, our aspirations, what we'd like to change and what we'd like to achieve, and so on. And as I said in last week's episode, I I seriously do love the new year, new mantra, not in the toxic wellness sense, but more so the symbolism of, you know, starting a new chapter, a new clean slate, having a sense of new opportunity to reinvent and reimagine and retry. But in saying that, you know, with dreaming and thinking about our future comes that inevitable sense of feeling paralyzed with Where to start with change? Because that, my friend, is the first step for anyone. And anytime I've tried to start or to implement something new, I have genuinely felt paralyzed with an overwhelming sense of no idea where or how to start, as well as feelings of inadequacy and perhaps the idea that this dream or this goal is too big. But you see, and this is what I want to touch on this on this week's episode, the next year of your life is going to happen one way or another. 2024 is for sure going to fly just as quickly as 2023 did. So whether you go for it 110% or whether you sit back and you just watch the world go by, time is going to pass you anyway. So My mentality is why not put your head down anyway, detach yourself completely from the result and just give it everything you have. Why not just go all in on yourself and acknowledge the fact that we all start somewhere and ask yourself, what do you possibly have to lose? And if you do, I think you're going to look back and say that this was the single best decision you've ever made, just fully sending it and fully going for it and Mel Robbins said something in the Jay Shetty On Purpose podcast that really stuck to me and so I wanted to share the little snippet and show you what they had to say.
1: There's only two places to be in life. You are either in the stands commenting about the game or you're on the court playing it. I like that visual because at any I moment it literally like cuts right to the truth. Are you in the stands criticizing who the people who are playing the game or in the stands telling yourself it's not time to jump in, or are you on the freaking court? There is no middle ground here. Being in the stands it is loud. This is not a passive thing that we do to ourselves. We actively argue against our dream and our potential, and that is a thousand percent tied to your happiness, to your confidence, because if you are arguing against your own God-given potential, You are actively destroying your confidence. You're actively destroying possibility in your life. And here's the thing, you freaking know it. Instead, say this, I'm going to get on the court and try until I make it. Because the pain of sitting in the stands and never getting down there is way greater than tripping on the court.
0: This visual of either playing on the court or sitting in the bleachers seriously simplifies this whole notion of Wanting to make a change and yet not feeling ready and questioning yourself and doubting yourself, putting it off, telling yourself that you don't know where or how to start and so on. And I know for myself, I've wanted to, for example, I've wanted to show up more on TikTok And I wanted to for a while. And yet every day when I pick up my phone and I have a free moment, I think to myself, but I have nothing to talk about. What do I say? How do I start? Like, you know, I tell myself I can't record because two other people in my household work from home. So it feels a little bit awkward, you know, talking to myself and my phone whilst they're there. I tell myself I'm too busy, that I don't have time, that I do more than enough for social media and all of these things might be true right but you can see how with all this chatter in my head i truly am on the bleachers with the crowd observing the players on the court i'm not a player i'm not training for the game i'm not playing the game i'm too caught up with the chatter of the spectators on the bleachers and yet being part of the crowd instead of being one of the players on the court genuinely feels frustrating. And despite knowing this, I nonetheless don't change or I don't do anything about it, which in turn makes you feel even more frustrated. So I hope, you know, even though this is a really arbitrary and silly, shallow example, I hope you know, you know, how this can translate to almost every other aspect of your life, whether it's your health, your relationships, your career, and so on. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing five ways you can feel the fear and do it anyway. And I'm sure you've heard people say this quote of feel the fear and do it anyway. And I actually love that saying because I do believe that it holds a lot of power, but the issue is how do we actually feel the fear and do it anyway? What does that look like? So in today's episode, I want to talk about the five tips that have helped me hypothetically rip that band-aid off, just jump in the deep end, hold my breath and hope for the best in many times of my life where I took a leap of faith, despite the fact that in all circumstances, I truly felt completely and utterly not ready. Now, the first step, I believe, is to acknowledge the frustration you feel within yourself for not being content with where you are right now, not content with the lack of change you're potentially making or not making your excuses, your procrastination tendencies and so on. I want you to just give yourself some grace, give yourself some compassion. It's okay. It's okay that you've been putting off making this change. It's okay you've been procrastinating. It's even okay that you've been making excuses. The hardest part is acknowledging that you're not content with where you are right now and that you need a change. And so if you're at step one, then you've already made the hardest decision. And that is to acknowledge that you're not okay with where you're at and that you want to make a change. And yet doing this in a way that is gentle and kind and supportive towards yourself, rather than coming from a place of hate or disappointment or anger is crucial. Now, the second step is, is actually making a plan because sure, the stars can align, luck does in fact exist, and there is, of course, good and bad timing with everything in life. But I sincerely and wholeheartedly believe that without a plan, you are not going to get anywhere. And what's more, if you're anything like me, who is definitely anxiety prone and definitely an overthinker. You know what I mean when I say you need a plan. Not only is this going to help you execute your goals and aspirations and New Year's resolutions with far more accuracy and precision, it's actually going to help you, particularly if you are prone to feeling overwhelmed or you procrastinate or you just simply don't know where to start. So how do we plan, you ask? Well, let me give you an example and put this into practice so that we can just make it a little bit easier. So let's say that your goal for next year is to start running, but you've never gone for a run before, you're lacking motivation, maybe you feel a little bit self-conscious, whatever it is, okay, that's stopping you or making you feel, quote, not ready. For starters, saying, quote I'm going to start running is not a plan at all okay saying I'm going to run a few times a week isn't a plan either rather I want you to think and sit down and go okay first of all how many runs am I wanting to aim for per week what is going to be sustainable what is going to be realistic what's going to be enjoyable and something that I can commit to on a weekly basis without fail the second thing that I would encourage you to think of in this example would be, okay, well, what kind of runs are each of these sessions? Are one of them an interval run? One of them a long run? Is one a slow recovery run? etc.? The third is, okay, well, what days and what times are you going to try to fit this into your schedule? Where in your calendar is going to be the easiest for you to ensure the highest compliance? Meaning, you know... Don't go scheduling a run on a Sunday when you know that Sundays are a day where you have a 10 hour shift and you're exhausted. Like try and fit this in to your schedule in a way that is going to be easy and it's going to ensure the most compliance. And last of all, for this example of starting running, I want you to think of what are your barriers? Let's say you're just simply lacking motivation okay, well, why don't you find a running partner or a running club, a assistant running coach through an app, make a new playlist, etc. And let's say, for example, your barrier is that you're feeling self-conscious to being new to running. You see what I mean? Try and think of what are the excuses in your head and try and combat that with how you're going to get around that. And actually formulating specifically What this goal looks like and what your plan is to reach it is going to help you in terms of reducing the overwhelm and the procrastination and that feeling of, I don't know where to start. Okay. Now the third way to feel the fear and do it anyway, at least I believe, is to remember to not compare your step one to someone else's step 100, let alone step 1000 and I do this way too often, you do this way too often, think about it. How often do you look at someone and think, wow, they have an incredible physique, they're so strong, they're so beautiful, I wish I looked like that, and yet you don't know that they've been working out consistently five days a week for five years now. Or how about when you see someone on let's say social media and they have beautiful glowing radiating skin and you think to yourself like they're so lucky I wish I had genes like theirs but what you don't know is that they had cystic acne for years they've spent hundreds if not thousands of dollars on medication and skincare. they've cried many times in shame and embarrassment and finally 10 years later they finally have perfect skin. And I say that with quotation marks in, you know, ideal lighting and makeup. Or what about a successful career woman that you look up to? You will think to yourself, oh my goodness, like she looks so happy. She's so successful. She's so lucky. But what you don't know is that she spent the first three years taking absolute zero salary. She was working at a loss, just hoping that one day it will pay off. And I tell you this equally for yourself as for myself, because I found myself lately deep in the comparison game, and that's in quite literally every facet of my life. So if I'm being honest, it's been all consuming, and I have found myself waking up comparing myself to others, going to bed, comparing myself to others. And perhaps it's a simple reminder that I've spent too much time on my phone lately, or maybe that I've just been disconnected from myself because I've been, I hate this word, but I've been so busy. So whatever it is, um, it is something that I've struggled with of late. And so in saying this, I hope it is a reminder not just to you, but for me too, to not compare our step one to someone else's step 100. Nothing, absolutely nothing is as easy as it seems. No one, absolutely no one's life is as perfect and as fun as social media makes it out to be. Everyone has their cross to bear. Everyone has their burdens to carry and everyone has a story to tell. So, why must I compare my chapter one to someone else's chapter 20? It is not fair on me, but it's also not fair on them. The fourth step to feeling the fear and doing it anyway is something that Mel Robbins is famous for and extensively talked about on her podcast, and that is something called the five second rule. So, she says that if you are constantly finding yourself procrastinating and you use the five second rule, you can literally push yourself into action. And all you do is you just count backwards from five. So five, four, three, two, one. And that is it. As Mel describes, when you count back five, four, three, two, one, it requires you to stop and it requires you to focus. It's a starting ritual that interrupts those patterns of feeling overwhelmed or overthinking, procrastinating, feeling fear, et cetera. Five, four, three, two, one, and we're getting out of bed. Five, four, three, two, one, we're making that phone call. And so, you know, it is profound what Mel says, that the second you start counting down, the second you say five, four, three, two, one, you've already made that conscious initial decision to make a change. So- it's as simple as that. And I found myself of late when I I'm not necessarily a procrastinator, but I do find myself feeling very overwhelmed and sometimes very anxious with certain decisions and actions and just counting down five, four, three, two, one, boom, I'm doing it. I'm not even gonna think about it, it has been really helpful. The fifth and final step to jumping into that deep end despite not feeling ready at all is to just give yourself grace that you're likely never going to feel ready. And how is this a step you ask? Well, our bodies and brains are literally wired to keep us safe. Whenever we perceive something as a threat, our brain goes, not, not a good idea. Run away from that. I don't want to do that. So unless we actually face our fears front on, it's actually likely that we're never going to do it because we're never going to feel ready. And I don't know about you, but I would I would hate to get to my deathbed one day. And hopefully that is decades and decades and decades and decades away from now where I am old and lived a full and happy life. But I would hate to get to that point and think, oh, I wish I had more courage. I wish I had started that business. I wish I had messaged that person or reached out to that person or traveled more. I wish I had moved countries or applied for that job, whatever it means that your heart is yearning for, whatever it is um, for you, okay? And when you think about it, and I've touched on this before, in a hundred years, none of this is going to matter. Not a single problem that we are currently experiencing or worried about is going to matter. To happen. In a hundred years, you, me, our friends, our families, we're all going to be gone. We're all going to be buried underground, and almost all of our possessions will be gone. Strangers will be living in our homes, people will replace our jobs, and at the very most, there will be a picture of us hanging in one of our children's or hopefully our grandchildren's home. And I don't say this to minimize your stress or minimize your potential pain or anxiety or overwhelm for making this new change or jumping into the, into the deep end. I tell you this to remind you to feel the fear and do it anyway, because it's likely that A, you're never going to feel ready, but B, it's not going to matter long-term wise anyway. The only thing getting in your way is seriously you. I find that these episodes are equal in being real and in some breath morbid because I'm calling it out like, it's not going to matter, like do it anyway, go for it. But then in the same breath, I hope it's inspiring and it's kind of a wake up call of like, yeah, she's right. Like, what do I have to lose? What What is getting in my way? Who is my biggest barrier? And it is likely to be you. But anyway, I really do hope that you found this episode of value and helpful. I hope that it has given you a perspective of how to manage your overwhelm, your procrastination and your feeling of not feeling ready. I'd absolutely love to know what are your goals and resolutions for next year. Have you even started thinking about it? You might have not. I already have because I just love this time of the year. Um But I would love to know, what are your goals? What are your aspirations? What are your resolutions? How are you going to make this a tangible plan? What are your barriers and what are your strategies to get over those barriers? I would love to chat about it with you and support each other and talk about it over Insta DMs. I also ask that if you... Uh, have a friend that would find this episode of value, please send it to them. The fate and success of this podcast relies on you and your word of mouth, sharing it with friends, leaving us a review, giving us a five-star rating. It is the only way that we are going to reach more people. So I sincerely ask that if you are enjoying this podcast every week, that you please support us in one way or another, simply by sharing the love for content on every single day of the week. You can find me both on TikTok and Instagram at Radical. But for now, don't forget to embrace everything in between and I'll be back in your ears next Monday.